Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Yeah, nice to be with you. Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher here uh, on a Wednesday night, middle of the week, but there's lots going on because uh, if you're not aware of it, uh, after round 12 of the NRL, New South Wales and Queensland State of Origin sides will be selected. It's kind of crept up on us, Sats, hasn't it? It has, yeah. I think a couple of weeks ago I was thinking, why are they talking State of Origin so early? Mm. Well, uh, we're about to find out it's who's It's always been around this time of year, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Late May, early June. Yep. Um, and we're going to be joined by uh, one of the all-time great uh, Queensland players and now the coach, Billy Slater. Is, uh, is kind enough to give us some of his time this afternoon. But can his, I ask from you, his farm in Melbourne? Oh, so it's, it's a beautiful farm. Got a lot of thoroughbreds. He's got his own business now. His wife's a tremendous artist as well. Nicole. Really? Yeah, amazing. Um, Talented really people. quickly, Badge, before we get to the break, um, when you sat back and watched Billy when he started to take a stranglehold of the number one jersey, yeah. did you admire as a former fullback just how involved he was? Oh, I do. I, I really admired. I, I, you know, I think all fullbacks would probably aspire to be as good as Billy. I mean, I'd, I was always out there trying my best, but I just, if you haven't got that, he's got that one thing that you can't manufacture, pure speed. Mm. And he used that to a great advantage and a very, very good footy brain. From everything I've heard out of the Melbourne Storm in Queensland as well. And I was there in the early, uh, earlier days with Billy when he was, um, you know, he's gonna play, he played a bit on the wing and he was playing fullback. And I remember Wayne Bennett said, you know, go and have work with Billy a bit. And I went, Five minutes later, I said, nothing I can teach you. <laughs> Unbelievable, that kid. Uh, and what a what an outstanding career. Hopefully, it's a, the start of a very, very good coaching career as well. I'm really, I think they're in safe hands, Queensland. But you can be the judge when, uh, when we have a chat to Billy a little bit later on. We'll have That's Ridiculous. Um, another signing for the, uh, for the Dolphins yeah. sats. Uh, we'll tell you all about that. And a, a key player at the Titans. Um, has Interesting a, clause. Has a clause in his contract that I wouldn't want – my best players to have if I was running a club. All that and more. Uh, and don't forget Queensland's Premier Rugby League comp, the host plus cup is back bigger and better than ever in 2022. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels car of the year. Back soon. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels car of the year. Yeah, before we get to Billy the Kid, Good chat coming up with uh, the Queensland Origin coach. Uh, we'll do an NRL update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Sats, I uh, mentioned off the top, uh, Wayne Bennett and the Dolphins have landed the signature of uh, Ewan Aiken yeah. from the Warriors. Now, he's um, he's a centre, come back rower. Yep. Quite an impressive player. And he decided, well, he's actually spent a fair bit of time at Redcliffe, hasn't he? Because the Warriors were based there and he's decided he doesn't want to go 
back to New Zealand. Yeah, he it? advised the, the Warriors that he wasn't going to go back to New Zealand, and, and they said, well, that's fine. You know, Give us your best in 2022, and we'll send you on your way. And he actually, from the outset, when asked about would he link with the Dolphins, he'd always said, no, I want to go back to Sydney. My family wants to go back to Sydney. But money talks. And yeah, and if you don't have offers from elsewhere, yeah. who knows? Um, makes me think: is is Matt Lodge on their radar? I would say so. I would say he would be. It's just about where who's going to take him for the remaining part of the of this year. Of this year, yeah. now, you and Aiken's an interesting one, Badge, because I'm just looking at a, a potential best seventeen so far for the Dolphins for round one from who they've signed, and they haven't signed a fullback. Uh, no, no one. Well, Jermaine Desarco oh, could be the fullback. Yeah. He's, so they've signed about. They've signed about 13 players to date there you okay, go. of a squad of about of 30. Yep. Okay. And um, Ewan Aiken, who has loved playing in the back row, at the moment they've also signed Tom Gilbert, Ray Stone, Keith, uh, Kenny Bromwich, and Felice Kafusi. Yes. So does Aiken – More likely in the centres, you'd think. more early. likely in the centres, but from all reports, he loves playing in the back row. So Yeah, I, I think he's really he's, – he's been great. I, I love his work rate and his involvement. And Hard to tackle. Ha- Perhaps he doesn't like the, um, not the loneliness, but the, oh, the the responsibility that comes with playing in the centres. I hated it early in my career, and it's very different now. It's even harder to defend there, and I just hated it being mm. being one on one all the time with other players. Whereas you've got more protection when you're in closer. And when you said earlier on, Badge in the in the intro talking about Billy, where he had that raw speed. If you don't have that raw speed to get you out of trouble like you and Aiken hasn't got. Yes, yes. It's probably a little bit hasn't. easier, isn't it? So it's it's going to be a it's a good situation for Wayne Bennett to have so much competition in the back row. But at this stage, you would think that he would may partner you and Aiken. You and Aiken may partner like Robert Jennings, who they've signed as well in the centres, the mm, Dolphins. So good. still a lot of signings to go. Still haven't landed that that big signature, but he's a good signing, you and Aiken. Good signing. Now, mm. what do you make of um, David Riccio revealing that uh, Jaden Campbell has a clause in his contract that would allow him to leave at the end. Is it end, end of this year? Yes. If if he strikes a deal with an NRL rival, what? Yeah. So I heard so about you, you. May as well not even have me on contract. I heard about this earlier on in the year, and I and the person who was telling me, I thought, no, nah, they wouldn't be in the know. And I thought, no, nah, th- th- there's no way in the world a club would allow a player of his magnitude and the future of the club. His father is a legend of the club. And he's grown up most of his life on the Gold Coast. They wouldn't let him go or give him the opportunity to let him go. You would never allow someone like Jaden Con- uh, Jaden Campbell to even come off contract. So they should be going hard now to extend him. Absolutely, and to I th- get now that this has make been this made clause redundant. Yeah, now this has been made public. I think it would be their priority. I've got no doubt it's been their priority anyway. So um, if he re- accepts an, a rival club offer that the Titans can't match he's free to take that offer up for more reports. Okay. So, And on the back of that, if Jaden Campbell does stay, you've got Kieran Foran coming next year. And the question is, where does AJ Brimson yes. and Sexton well, and Well, he's a very Foran, good fullback, Brimson. Yeah, fit into the into the same picture. Mm. But once again, not a bad problem to have. Exactly. You want more than uh, more players than you need than, mm. uh, than, than not enough. Uh, thanks, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. 21 years in a row. Uh, the wait is over. After the break, we're going to chat to Queensland Origin coach Billy Slater. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. 
Welcome back to Badge and Satsan. It's an exciting time for Queensland and New South Wales. And as of Monday, after 9 o'clock, we'll know both sides that have been selected. New South Wales Sunday night, Queensland at 9am you know, on reckon, Monday morning. I reckon Queenslanders know because often they get the phone call to players, hey, you've got to be on a plane tomorrow morning. Oh, when you played back in the 80s and 90s, no, they Badge, still you had that. your bags packed like a week before. But <laughs> yeah, I wish. You knew. <laughs> yeah, sure. Colin's uh, got that. He had me covered. Yeah, we're very fortunate to uh, have the Queensland coach, Billy Slater, in his very first year as Origin coach, joining us on Sports Day. Darren Lockout, he kicks. Slater's picked it up. Was he onside? Slater, down the ground. He kicks again. He'll get there. He's over. Billy Slater, he has scored one of the great Origin tries. And of course he was onside. One of the great Absolutely. tries, of course, no by Rads. And he joins us. <laughs> On the line, like we said, Billy Slater, Queensland Origin coach. How are you, Bill? Yeah, good. So never offside in my whole career. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, ever. a big day for you next Monday. Are <laughs> uh, you enjoying the, the ride so far in your first year as coach? Yeah, yeah, I am. It's It's been um, it, it's been a good journey so far. I've had about eight months to prepare for this series, which is which has been good. You, you, you don't think that there's a whole heap that goes into it you just get your players 10 days before the the camp and and away you go but uh let me tell you that's that's certainly not the case and i've enjoyed uh connecting with all our queenslanders um uh, in the nrl and 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 also building our our schedule and and what our week's going to look like uh leading into that first game so uh we've put together a um uh, a well-credentialed support staff around our group so um, once we get this weekend's rounds round out of the way, um, we'll be able to sit down and know exactly who's available and, and pick our best team. Now, for any of the listeners out there that are coaches, short-term coaching, so small space of time where you get, you get physically engaged with the players, and you've experienced it 61 times at State of Origin test level. So what's important as a coach having a group of players and getting everything right in such a small space of time? Oh, well, I think the first thing is you've got to get it right. You don't really have a second chance. You know, it's not NRL coaching where you've got 26 rounds and then a final series. You've, you know, to to prepare and practice. Um, it's you, you've got to nail it straight away. And and the environment's important. Um, yeah, certainly the content of, of what you do and how you do it is, is certainly uh, of importance. But but that environment and bringing the group together. We're, we're going to have 17 uh, Queenslanders go out and play. Uh, an 80-minute game of footy on the 8th of June, and, and we've got to make sure that they're connected. Um, so that all starts off the field, um, and then you can really get to work with, with your footy stuff. Billy, what um, what emphasis do you place on, on on that same note, being connected and players getting used to each yeah. other and an under, understanding what you want from them? How much emphasis do you put on, on club combinations or, or previous uh, rep combinations that players have got? Well... well well, you know better than anyone, Badge. Combinations are important, and and how you get them. Well, there's there's different ways to get them. There's, you know, obviously, you know, time spending with each other is is important um, on the field, but but also you know, sitting down and understanding each other's strengths and and how you can help you know your teammate in in outlaying those strengths. So, you know, that's at the end of the day what what a combination is 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 players supporting each other and. Mm. Um, allowing them to be at their best, so you know that's a that, that's a part of what our job is as coaches is to try and try and extract that out of each player um, individually, and then have that player help other other players around him extract uh, their best out of them. So 
Um, yeah, no, combinations are really important and, and sometimes, you know, the, you're fortunate enough to, to have a club combination where, you know, they organically have that um, uh, that continuity in their game. But, you know, sometimes it, it takes time. Sometimes you can they pick it up um, really quick. It, you know, it all depends on whether the, you know, their games suit each other. Mm. Hey, the Blues were um, were very good the first couple of games last year. Review, uh, and and they've got I think you know there's a couple of key players missing, but still a lot of that squad is going to be together. Have you taken much out of you? Watch much back on that series to try to work out how you're going to approach this game? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd be doing my job if I if I didn't go back and and review that series. Mm. Um, you know, in, in two parts. Well, you know what we didn't get right and, and what they did get right. Um, you know, and and they got a lot right. They're you know they're a good team and they have some good individual players in their team. It's state of origin, so um, I, I feel that they 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 really hit the ground running. That first setup in Townsville just told the the story of the whole series, really. Um, and and we were, we were catching chasing our tail, you know, trying to play catch up the you know from there on. So you know we really need to get that part of our game right at the start. Um, and you know our first kick chase, our our first set with the footy, we we really need to start the the game and the series well. Now, Bill, at this stage, New South Wales will announce their team Sunday night. You on Monday, will you be influenced by some of their selections in finalising your side? Uh, no, 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 I won't be. Um, look, we, we'll get together on Sunday night and, um, you know, Gene Miles, Darren Lockyer and myself and, and finalise our team. Um, look, uh, I know New South, New South Wales announced their, their team on, on Sunday night and we announced it on Monday morning. But, um, yeah, we won't be changing any, any decisions on, on who we're playing uh, who we play in our team because of the opposition. I, I think if you if you make the Queensland team, you make it on your own merits and, and you earn the spot through your actions. So, um, yeah, that that won't come into consideration. Now, you made your debut in 2004, very early on in your NRL career, your second season, and you made your debut in Sydney mm. as well. Now, Lockie's come out and said, oh, he'd be apprehensive about debuting Selwyn Cobbo in Sydney as he put up a pretty good case, Cobbo, hasn't he, to uh, to get selection? Well, he's he's definitely hard to ignore, um, mm. and and he'll be in the conversation on Sunday night. Um, yeah, look, it's yeah. I remember when I was a twenty year old NRL player, and and then I remember when I was a twenty eight year old NRL player, and they were two vastly different players. Um, I did things when I was twenty years old that I didn't do things when I was twenty eight, and and vice versa. So, um, uh, look, the the one thing that I am looking at is I'm purely looking at actions and, and the consistency of those actions. And, you know, a guy like Selwyn, he's, he's not just scoring the length of field tries through intercepts and all that sort of stuff. He's, he's in position a lot. He's, he's doing a lot of work out of, out of your own end, which is what you normally doing in origin. Yeah. Um, and he's doing it with a whole heap of aggression. So um, he is still very early in his development as an NRL player. Um, we can all see that he's you know, he's got some real quality about his work and um, he can do things that a lot of other players can't do. So, um, yeah, look, it, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see to Sunday night until we actually have all our cards on the table and then we, we make our best hand out of that. Yeah, our good friend Brent Tate made a good point last week, Baz, didn't he? He said when you're a winger, and he knows about playing wing and origin, you have to make 
defenders tackle you. Oh, yeah. Cobo you makes you tackle yeah, you. Get a lot of hard work coming out of that end. Billy, so, mate, would you, would you enlighten us with how many positions perhaps are up for grabs? Not the same. Um, oh, look, Badge, we, we, we have a good idea on, on what our team, we, we would like our team to look like. But, uh, look, we've seen over the last couple of weeks that that changes, um, you know, from game to game. So um, it's really important for us to have a bit of an open mind. And, and the beauty about this year for Queensland is, is we've we've got a whole heap of depth in in some positions that we haven't had depth yeah. in in the past. Like like thinking about our middle forwards, and you know we could we could nearly build two two forward packs that would be really competitive, which is great, and it's com- comp- uh, competitive for positions. And the other position that we haven't had a whole heap of depth in is our outside backs, and and we're starting to 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 get that now uh, with the likes of of Cobo, Murray, Tower, Lungi. Um, you know, Dane Gagai's playing well. We've got Valentine Holmes that has moved into the centres. Like, young Hammerso up at the Cowboys, he unfortunately picked up an injury at the wrong time just before the, the Cowboys or during the Cowboys going on that winning streak. And um, he's had to bide his time to get back into, into first grade. And, and now he's got a spot on the wing due to an injury to Cole Felt, who was playing well. So we're starting to get a whole heap of depth. And um, we're going to need that depth throughout the whole series. So... Um, yeah, that that actually pleases me that we've got a whole heap of Queenslanders playing well. Definitely, yeah. Do, do you take a few extras into camp? I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the case, isn't it? Not just, say, one or two. You, you take a few more? Yeah, I, I think given the, the, the climate at the moment with COVID and injuries and all, all that sort of stuff, I, I'm getting I'm hearing the number 22. It hasn't been official just yet, but um, okay. I'm thinking we're going to take, you know, about 22 players into camp and um, therefore they'll... There'll be, um, you know, five players that that won't play. But like I said before, those five players will, will be really important for that group uh, preparing for the game. But also a great experience for them, and um, you know, they're they're likely to get a start throughout the season. There's there's a lot of things that happen throughout the season and other series. Sorry, and um, those players are more than likely be looking to get a start somewhere throughout that series. Yeah. Now, in your uh, your many years in the State of Origin team, uh, you would have had a few different ways that the camps can be run. Um, and, you know, I think for some of the players, a change is as good as a holiday, not just getting a new coach. But are you? is it much different? Is your the way you've designed this camp or, and for, or for game one and for the series than in previous years? Um, yeah, it's it'll be a little bit different. Um you don't yeah, have to we'll tell us all the Century details on the, on the Gold Coast, but there's some, there's some blues. Yeah, it'll, it'll, you know, I... Sorry, mate. There's some blues there's some listening. Blues so listening yeah, there. don't tell us everything, but just <laughs> just let us know. There's going to be nah, <laughs> freshen it, it up. The thing, the thing about Origin Camp that'll be the same. That uh, it, it, it's got to be fun, Dragon. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure back in, in your day and, and Sats your day, you know, you, you've got to have fun. Like you know, life is about fun you've got to enjoy yourself and and playing state of origin football is that it's, it's a fun environment you you know you've got to enjoy it so yes your priority is to to be at your best um for that 80 minutes on the wednesday night but um outside of that you, you've got to enjoy each other's company it's you know the best time of your life and um for the the 22 young lads that are that are going to get that opportunity um you know it's important to remember that so you talk about fun bill how much does Alf play a role in that? <laughs> well, he he is a he's a he's a ball of fun, isn't he, <laughs> little Alf? But uh, I don't even know what Alf's role is just yet. I've, <laughs> I've heard social coordinator, but um, 
yeah, we just let Elf run his own show and um, and and just hope for the best. <laughs> hey, do you find yeah. and loving your work on Channel Nine? Do you find when you're commentating each weekend, Bill, that you sometimes slip into coach mode watching players who may be playing for New South Wales and, and coming to contention for Queensland as opposed to commentator role? Do you shift in and out? Yeah, look, I, I, I try and separate it, Sats. It's um, it's something like I, I really enjoy my. My, my time on, on Channel 9, I, I enjoy going to work and calling the footy and, and trying to impart a little bit of my knowledge on, on what I see in the game. I, I you know I really enjoy that part of it. Um, so it, it's very different watching footy as a coach, and I do a lot of my work as a, as the Queensland coach at home. Um, now obviously, the, the, the game's filmed in, in, in right close to the ruck and all the attention's on the play the ball, whereas... You know, as a Queensland coach, I, I, I look at it from a high shot and I, I look at our Queensland players individually and what they're doing when they haven't got the ball in their hands or when they're not in the tackle. And, you know, that's really important to me. Um, so, you know, I, I certainly separate the two roles. Um, when I go to work at Channel 9, it's, it's purely just to impart a bit of knowledge on, on, on the game and call what I see and, and, and then I sit back at home and, and watch our Queensland players uh, individually. And, uh, and many have been going well, which I'm sure pleases you, Billy, as you mentioned before. And, and the Broncos and Cowboys going well this time mm. of the year is a nice change from the last couple of years. Hey, Billy, um, game one in Sydney, how important is it to get off to that uh, a winning start? Um, because it's, you know, it's, it's not very often teams come back from 1-0 down. Yeah, I just spoke about the, the, the start that New South Wales got in their series last year and... Mm. and it's it's really important. It's, it's an important part of a game of footy, the start of the game. Um, I think all teams focus on that start of the game. So you really need to make sure that you're, you're in the fight and, and you build your um, your, your game. So, um, yeah, no, the, the start of the game is really important. The start of the series is important. I think that, you know, the, the percentages show, show you that. The team that comes out on top in the first game, um, most of the time they lift the trophy at the end of the series. So, um, yeah, we all know how important that first game is and it's down in Sydney. Um, but, you know, that, that won't deter us. Um, you know, we'll be, we'll be attacking the game um, like we would if it was anywhere. Some pretty good assistance alongside you, your former teammates, Cam and, and JT. How often have you guys been discussing mm. the former players over the last 11, 12 weeks? Yeah, yeah, we've connected up um, a fair bit over the last month. Um, yeah, Josh Henne is another guy in there, and you know he's he's going to be invaluable mm. to to the three of us. Obviously, you know the three of us aren't ingrained in the in an NRL team day to day like Josh is. Um, Josh has had the experience of of taking over the Sharks um, in some tough times, and also the Cowboys, and, and has done a terrific job. And um, you now every time that that I I sit down and talk with Josh and um, we discuss things. I, I, I just become more and more impressed with um, the way that he thinks about the game and his knowledge of the game. So I, I, I believe that Josh is, is, a, is a first grade coach um, in the near future. Um, he's one of the real up and coming coaches. And um, yeah, so look, we, we've put together a team that we feel can impact our, our group in, in a lot of different areas. We bring different strengths and um, yeah, it's been working really well so far, but uh, the true test will, will come in that first camp when when we all get in there and we all try and um, um, work out areas and 
um, like I said, impact the team the best we can. Gee, it must be important to Cam Smith if he's answering his phone. I know. Well, hard to get hold of. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> <important Yeah>. Billy, <laughs> isn't he? I, I, you, don't, he? I don't ring Cam. <laughs> oh, I, I don't ring him. No, I ring, I ring Barb. <laughs> Barb <laughs> answers. How bad call. is it? It's can so put, bad, what, isn't can it? Can you put Cam on? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's horrendous. Brilliant. <laughs> hey, before we let you go, Bill, uh, is this week the last round before selections? Is, is it the most anxious for you, getting the final round out of the way? Um, oh, not really. I've tried not to be anxious. Like, there's going to be things that that, are, that come up out out of my control, and um, I've tried not to allow myself to be bothered by them. It's it's certainly going to impact. Um, how what happens, but you know, there's going to be things that are thrown at me that I haven't expected and, and that sort of stuff. So I'm just taking it as it is, and, and and really waiting for for Sunday night, getting the health report of of all our players, and and then sitting down and 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 building our best team. So, like I said, the thing that gives me comfort is um, is the fact that we've got a whole heap of Queenslanders playing well and. Um, and we'll be comfortable and confident with the players that we select, and, and they will they will have earned their spot. So that was one thing that I, I made sure that the players knew leading into this season that if they're wearing a maroon jersey in June, well, they've certainly deserved it and they they've earned it. So um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to Sunday night and then getting into camp on Monday. Well, you're going to be a busy man over the next eight or nine weeks, and we know you're a busy man uh, and taking time out to give us some uh, some of your your knowledge leading into to Monday morning, and you can go feed the horses now. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I've got a few here, so I better get going. Good on you. Pretty impressive badge. Very, to too, isn't very, it? and I really can't wait to see how his uh, how he prepares his team and. Um, let's remember, they are underdogs and deservedly so because New South Wales have been so good for a number of years. And I know they've got a couple of key players out, but they are going to be super, super hard to toss. So Billy, he's going to have to be work wonders with this Queensland side. I love, you know what? I love the personalities of both the coaches. They're both really well measured. Freddie's, you know, he's a little bit out there, Freddie, with some of his ideas, but they work. But he's also very measured in his responses and his communication. Billy's much the same. Mm, yeah, he is. Pretty he impressive, is, really. yeah. It's great to get his time, uh, Billy Slater. This is Sports Day with Bads and Sats for the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Sports Day Sports Update. Yes, it's for Rolled. You can eat good with Rolled. It's fast, fresh Vietnamese. And uh, Alex Diminor knocked out in a bit, in a massive uh, five-setter yeah. sets in round one at the French Open. He wasn't happy, though. Young, no, was he it? wasn't. It wasn't. 4-6, 6-2, 6-3, love 6 and 7-6. Seven, in a tiebreaker, he lost um, to highly rated Frenchman Hugo Gaston. He's playing in front of his... His home crowd and and Demonor is a demon is a Demonor because uh, well, Brett Phillips our he's the man he calls him Demonor correspondent he, he's okay. very good with his pronunciations well the number nineteen seed um, he had, he thought the crowd was against him from the get go and it would have been you think it would have been the French absolutely and he he believed that much of the chatter that was coming from the crowd was bordering on abuse and for example uh, when he would double fault he would be walking back to get the balls from the the ball, um, ball boy, ball boy, Person. ball girl, and he would catch eye contact with some of the fans. He would say who would be glaring and staring straight at him, and and he oh, felt as though that some of it was inappropriate. Um, you know what? That's sport, isn't it? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's sport. easy to say, oh, you know, I was going to say let them get inside his head, but sometimes it's just over the top. Depends how far you they deal went. with it. Yeah, absolutely you do. Yeah. And, you know, after that, next time he plays there against the Frenchman, he's going to cop the same thing because they'll know that they're a chance of, mm. of getting under his skin. I'm sure New South Wales fans complained about the old Lang Park oh. once in a point of time. And I was there the night. <laughs> that was brutal. They booed. Booed Wally and he was the Australian captain. Yeah. At the, at the uh, SCG. Mm. Eat good and feel good with rolled. It's fast, fresh Vietnamese. Order on the app today. Oh, a bit bit of other stuff. Sats, uh, Shane Flanagan is keen to get this Bulldogs job and he, yeah. he reckons he can fix them. He says it's all in the DNA. It's the buzzword at the moment. The isn't DNA. It? The DNA. He said I can fix the DNA. Can I just tell you, Shane? Sorry. You can't change DNA. That's what it is. <laughs> you can change behavior, yep. you can change lots of things. Culture mm. over time. You can't change DNA. No. DNA is what you are. Mm. So I reckon you've got to find another word. Yeah. Because it's, um, it's not sitting well with me anyway. But what he has said publicly also, Badge, is that uh, he wanted to address the elephant in the room. He said his son, Kyle, if he's not playing good enough, I'll drop him. Absolutely. Simple as that. And Absolutely. I've got no doubt he would. And he said, well. I see he said, Kyle's got some deficiencies in his game he's got to work on. Yep. Um, and, and that's what, you know, that would be part of what he does as a coach. He, you work on individuals. So, um, and he would know more than anyone, I reckon, because he watched him more closely. Mm. Uh, and just some stuff about uh, the Friday nighter sats. The Cowboys going really well. They're playing your mob. You're going to be there at the Panthers. They haven't played a game in Sydney since round 14 last year. Yeah. Bit of a shock, but of course there was COVID. Yep. And this year they've played half a dozen home games and some in Brisbane and But you would think places. last year it would assist them in the back end of the season, not having to travel so much to Sydney mm. and they, they had the worst defensive record. But they were already the going ordinary, you know. But uh yeah, it's helped them this year. But anyway, big challenge. Massive challenge. Friday night at Penrith. Penrith no, Penrith. Jason Taumalolo. Mm. Kyle Felt. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a big ask. It's a huge ask. I mean they've they've got a question asked them around Parramatta beat them. Melbourne, and, yeah, this is probably the biggest task I've had so far. Right, when we come back, I'm going to ask you about a, uh, a coach who's yep. uh, apparently under the pump. I can't believe it. That's, on, that's ridiculous. The all-new Kia Sportage has just been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be someone's got to be accountable for this. Radio Sats, what do you got? Okay, Badge, uh, that's ridiculous or not that ridiculous? You tell me. Um, Tom Cruise. Now tonight, I can't wait. I've already booked my tickets to see Tom Cruise. Here we yep. go. How good is it? Uh, Nine o'clock tonight. Cannot wait. Tom Cruise was fifth in line. For the Maverick part in Top Gun 1. What? What? Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I got a double bang- wanger then, did you I? Did. I? A double yeah, wanger. Double Got wanger. Uh, yeah, so John, John Travolta, he really? asked for too much money. Okay. And then there was Patrick Swayze. Oh, and then there was Nicolas Cage. Nah. And then Sean Penn. They all really? knocked it back. Tom Cruise at the age of about 23 was the next in line. And you know, for this remake, mm-hmm. he was fifth in line again. They asked all the same blokes. <laughs> They had to settle for him. They wanted someone taller. Yeah. Uh, okay, and mine is, uh, that's ridiculous, there's rumours that Paul Green is being position, repositioned or positioned to replace Justin Holbrook at the Titans. Come on, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Please. Mm. It is not. 
It Justin Holbrook, be. I think, is a long-term coach. Absolutely. And I could not see them getting rid of him after a couple of years, a mm. couple of seasons. Uh, no way. Look, they're not going great, but it, it's once again, I think it's just people looking down towards the bottom of the table and they go, who's not going well? Let's attack that coach. Can I, can I say, I think Justin Holbrook only new to coaching in the NRL. Yes, had great success in the UK Super League. Completely different beast. I think what Justin Holbrook needs, and I know he's got Mal Meninga there, but Mal's not there on a day-to-day basis. He's, he's only one phone call away, but I think he needs an assistant coach alongside him like a, and I'm only using these names as, as an example, Michael Hagan, who is oh, apparently doing a lot of work with the Cowboys, with Toddy Payton and, yeah. and co. Um, Neil Henry, even though he's been there as a head coach before. Yep. Those sort of coaches, I think, need to be Great alongside Justin game Holbrook. analysts. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Radio. Better get to the break when we come back. Our last blast. Let's go. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, it sure is. The, uh, the tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 And Chris Nelson. Is on the line. How are you, Chris? Uh, can you keep up with all the changes that have happened this in the last few weeks to <laughs> venues? And I'll, I'll tell you, Badge. Uh, good uh, evening to you and Sats. And yeah, there's plenty of them. And uh, I was just thinking this morning, who would have thought at the start of the year, or who would have thought at all if they bothered to think about it, that Doombin's two big races of the year, the Doombin 10,000 and the Doombin Cup, will end up both being run at Eagle Farm. <laughs> you wouldn't have uh, you wouldn't have expected that all that. Uh, if you're thinking about it earlier in the year. So poor old Doombin misses out on its two feature race days for the year. So not very fair, but that's the way it goes. It was the other way around a couple of years ago because they took oh, forever to do up they did Eagle too. Farm, didn't yeah. they? And Doombin had all it comes around, the other way all around. comes back around, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, there's no doubt in the world that Eagle Farm owes Doombin more than uh, more than two days. So uh, Doombin's just starting to get her own back. And what about Saturday's card? It's a massive card, isn't it? You talk about the Doombin Cup. Zaki going in as a... As a short price favourite, I'm thinking Zaki would just be postponing seven days and, and backing up again this Saturday. Yeah, and probably a, a better thing too. Sat's been on a, a better track. And I'd say, look, the track was a soft five this morning. We are still we are still forecast to get 40 mils of rain up until probably Friday, and then the weekend looks good. So I'd say we'll be going around on something soft, maybe good. If we don't don't get that rain, we might get back to something good. So. In no way known we're racing on a heavy track unless uh, the, the Bureau's completely wrong. So that's better for Zaki because he's much more effective on top of the ground than he is trying to get through those uh, heavy conditions. Rightio. And we're going to give you 24 hours to get some tips together and mm. see what the weather's yeah. like and uh, get, I can get do your that. darts I can do sharpened that. up and your tails ready to pin on the donkey and <laughs> everything else. Now you're starting to sound like Jason. Yeah, I am. Sorry, mate. <laughs> okay, better let you go. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbrook season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 Talk to you tomorrow, Chris. Will do. Thanks, guys. Right here, Sats. Now, Saturday night is the Isuzu Ute A-League Grand Final. Who will be crowned champions? Of course, it is uh, Western United versus Melbourne City FC. West, it is. West it versus is. East. West versus East. As you said, um, we spoke about this briefly yesterday. It's a it's a really good story, Western United and, and how Melbourne City FC. It's a little bit like it's a little bit like when we played in the grand final. It was Penrith versus the Roosters. It's mm. West versus East, and um, the so West we United. For, we go for the West. Yeah, they really support. Uh, they they um, they stand for all uh, the Western Western part of uh, Melbourne. So it's a big clash. Right, that's it. 
Amy Park or Rectangular. Yes, of course. Rectangular Stadium. Thanks to Billy Slater. Uh, great chat earlier on. Chris Nelson, of course, and uh, and everyone else for joining in. And oh, don't forget to get behind the New Zealand Warriors at their home away from home this Saturday. They take on the Knights at uh, Morton Daly Stadium. Kickoff is 3 p.m. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster. Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage sets. We'll catch you. See ya. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.